You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone, and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Audible, the leading provider of audio content on the internet. With Audible, you can enjoy books freely wherever you'd like and doing whatever you'd like. Download a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial by visiting audible.com slash bangbang today. That's audible.com slash B-A-N-G-B-A-N-G. You know him from 30 Minutes or Less, Pretend Time, his Comedy Central sketch show, and also Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Nick Swartzen returns to the program after a year-long absence. Plus, newcomer Brody Stevens. He's never been on the show before. One of my favorite comedians is here. Also, we'll be hearing from the brother of someone, one of the most famous people in the world. He will be here a little later on the show. All of that and more, all on today's... <laughs> It's great to be back in New York hosting the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, that is, of course, it's great to be back in New York hosting the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. That is a catchphrase submission uh, by Alan Williams. Thank you, Alan. If you have a submission, uh, go over there to Earwolf.com and uh, put it at the appropriate thread in our, in our message boards. That's a good one. What do you guys think of that? It's great to be back in New York hosting the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. I like it. Yeah. Thumbs I, up. I, I give it a, a B minus. I'll introduce those guys in just a second. I want to introduce myself first. I am, of course, Hot Saucerman, a.k.a. the Choctaw. 
And uh, this is Comedy Bang Bang, another edition. We have uh, a fantastic show today. It's a wonderful, f- uh, what is today, Thursday, Friday? I don't know. Thursday here in Los Angeles. Uh, very, a hot one today. Smoking hot. It is Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. Yes. 2010. Yes, um. And we're taping this a little bit in advance of <laughs> when we're going to release it. But, uh, you know, I think it'll still be relevant. Yeah, it'll be perfect. So, Osama Bin Laden, why can't we find this guy? Where is he? Where in, He's out in Encino, I think. <laughs> it's about 104 out there today. Uh, no, it is, of course, Thursday uh, uh, today, but uh, I'm sure you're getting this on Monday the 17th. And uh, my guests, I want to introduce uh, the two who are here right in front of me. To my left, he's wearing a gray T-shirt with some sort of darker gray print. Oh. Uh, seems to be the, maybe the spirit, or wh- who's on that it shirt? It was given to me, and uh, looks like a guy smoking a cigarette, maybe a marijuana mm-hmm. spliff, mm-hmm. and kind of like... It better not be because that's illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal. The shirt better are- not be a fucking joint, Brody. Or I'm not going on the show. I think it's just a, a Phillies blunt cigarette. Okay. <laughs> Who's giving you T-shirts, by the way? Who's out there giving away shirts to you? Kukuru. Uh, um, friends? No, just uh, a Kukuru shirt would be nice. I can make some calls. Extra large, <laughs> shrink to fit. You can make a call to the remaining Kukuru. <laughs> yeah, they've all closed down. Uh, but I do want to introduce him. Uh, you know him as the bomber. He uh, and b- when I say that, I mean he doesn't bomb as a comedian. I mean he's out there dropping joke bombs, joke bombs, and farts. <laughs> uh, please welcome Brody Stevens. Is here? Yes. First right. time on the show. First time. That's not true. It is true. Yeah. Really? My yeah. schedule has been, uh, you know, it's been off for the last couple of years. Now it's back I, on. <laughs> back on schedule. We're back <laughs> on track with Brody. We, uh, uh, I've tried to have you a few times, but it hasn't worked out. But thank you so much for being here. You're one of my favorite comedians. Thank uh, you very much. People can see you out there uh, doing sets. Doing and- sets, doing comedy. I like to hit the regular clubs, and then I'll do the hipster rooms, B-level mm-hmm. hipster rooms, occasionally an A-level. You're one, one. of those guys who can straddle both uh, mainstream success and... Uh, uh, alternative anonymity. I straddle it all. And you can do any grade of room. Yes, I can. From A to F. Yep. A to F. Alternative or mainstream. A to F. A to F, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who goes around grading those, by the way? Is that <laughs> Brody just did. He said B. Aren't there B-level B- hip- hipster rooms? Or I B- think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are. There's A rooms, B rooms on the road, that sort of deal. The other yeah. guy whose voice has been uh, interjecting every once in a while, he's wearing a similar type of shirt in the sense of it's light blue with a little darker ink yeah. on it. But um, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I'm here promoting the bourgeois, the, the bourgeois. <laughs> the bourgeois. What is that <laughs> The bourgeois. I don't even know how the fuck you say that <laughs> show, but no. <laughs> Hi, it's Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen. Swartzen. You know him from uh, one of my favorites this year, 30 Minutes or Less. He did a great job in that. Bless your heart. His show, uh, Pretend Time, is on Comedy Central what night of the week? Uh, Wednesday nights, following South Park, 1030. Season two. Season two. Season two of how many? Very excited. How many are you going to do? I don't want to do a million of them. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. We'll see how much creative Juice. juice I have. Yeah. Um, I was also in the movie Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. Which That's right. We want to talk about that. We uh, we just almost are at Avatar numbers. <laughs> Avatar made two point five billion, and we're we just passed it with two point five million. Nice. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yep. Very excited about that. There's a decimal point in there. Yeah. There's a decimal point, but we're not phased by that. You mentioned you're sitting in the Matthew Sweet uh, chair yeah. because he signed the table in front of you. He and I went to see that movie together. Along with Nick Thune. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. So, so what movie? Bucky Larson. Oh, Born you to be did? A star. Yes. Yeah, and Matthew's wife. The four of us uh, all went to go see it recently. Did you laugh or no? I did laugh. 
There's laughs in there. There's a lot of laughs in there. Yeah, I like it. Um, I, you know, I, I, uh, I go in and I, especially when it's someone I know who makes me laugh. Like you make me laugh uh, uh, and have made me laugh for nigh on a decade now. Thanks, and buddy. Uh, someone that I really respect. And so when I go in, I just kind of like, you know, whatever. I just kind of laugh at everything. Right, know? right, right. I'm the same way when I see Friends movies. I just go in and like enjoy it. Was that mm-hmm. what you guys did when you saw me in The Hangover? Or I loved date, it. Driving I, a limousine. I was very excited to see you in The Hangover. Yeah. And in... Uh, due Date. Due Date, yeah. Great due Date due was date. a lot of work. Robert Downey Jr. and myself, we connected. Brody yeah. played a... Uh, in Due Date, You, uh, who were you again? A town car driver. Town car driver, that's right. I don't yeah, even yeah. know if I had a name. And I loved you and not without my daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which, you're one of the baby takers. <laughs> <laughs> Brody looks a little swarthy. Come is what on, he's trying to say. I know. Come I, on, I have a I look aggressive, I know. <laughs> Brody, you have been in some of the world's greatest films. The Hangover, you were the guy leading everyone through the police station, giving yep. people a tour. Don't sit on these benches. We call this place Loserville. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hangover 2, you were in uh, three, Thailand? Thailand, Bangkok, three scenes, less words than Hangover 1, but three scenes and mm-hmm. in, dis- in some high-pressure movements, I was able to do it. Was that fun going to Thailand? I can imagine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, the flight there was good. And How was that flight? Pretty painless? It's painless. <laughs> painless 16 hours. Like, Well, we stopped over in Tokyo. I did stop in Tokyo. Remember I saw you right before you left at Jerry's Deli? I kind of remember that. I was at the bar, and you came over, and you're like, going to Thailand. You're and all fired up. Enjoy it. Did go. And it's like a New York, that kind of energy, but it is a somewhat third world. But mm-hmm. A lot of Asian people there. A lot of Asian. I Not many white people. No mm-hmm. African Americans. Really? Why do you think that is? I right, so actually, I did. There is. There are. Af- I t- there's Africans. They do have an area where there there's are a lot literal of, Africans. Yeah. Not, I, I, right. But, but I like, not as not as many as here because I would imagine they didn't import them the same way that no. we did back. They're more in like that horrible they're, way. <laughs> they're like the real African guys. Right. 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 They like soccer and all that stuff. Right. And no, Bangkok was a great experience. I was there for two weeks. That was probably enough for me. Oh, really? You wouldn't go back. I mean, that trip, it was, uh, I mean, I didn't go down to the beaches or anything. I just right. stayed in the city, kind of walked around. I like walking around cities, went to the, the zoo, went to the snake farm. What kind of animals they have at the zoo? <laughs> oh, man, farm. they've got like uh, orangutans. You can go right up to them, like give them food. They'll, you know, they'll grab you. Can you high five them? Yes. They're probably you can high five a crocodile. But it's not safe. No, not a crocodile. Crocodiles were huge. They're right there, but they had the orangutans, and you can give them. You know, they drink the water. They'll, they're very good with their hands. They know how to beg. They'll clap. They'll By the way, Brody kisses. is miming all of this right yeah. now. It's really fascinating to watch. I like I when he said that, that they clapped. That. that means that Brody did a set for him. <laughs> I did it. like, they can clap. I'm g- give me a microphone. <laughs> I did a tight three at the Bangkok Zoo. <laughs> snake farm. How was that? You went to the snake farm? That was cool. I liked the snake farm because they had these cobras there and they, you know. They going suck up. your dick, right? They can. <laughs> I mean, yes, they can suck your okay. penis. Uh-huh. But it was kind of cool seeing those those cobras right up there so I, I i enjoyed the snake farm i enjoyed the the regular zoo as well in bangkok i do give it a thumbs up it's a beautiful city everyone mm-hmm. they're very nice to americans they want to it's a different kind of culture out there nick where's the furthest you've ever been abroad Ooh, Ooh, good question. Thank you so much. I've been working on my questions. Yeah, Scott, I wasn't ready for that one. I really okay. wish you would email me that one earlier. Can, can we uh, can we just take a moment of silence for about 30 seconds while you think? Um, yeah. I went to New York. <laughs> oh, well, that's not yes. quite what I was expecting. <laughs> that's the Bangkok of the East Coast. 
<laughs> uh, no, I've shot in Hawaii. I take that back. So really? That's a, the furthest you've ever I've been? I've been abroad. You're kidding me. You've never been outside of the United States? I've never been outside of the United States. Not even Canada. The only thing I've been to is I went to uh, Mexico for two days for like a press junket for oh 30 minutes gosh. or less. That, used to, that was me a few years back. I'd never even been to Canada or Mexico a few years ago. I had kind of a panic attack because I was like... I realize I haven't I haven't been to Europe yet, and I had like like that kind of panic attack where I was like, "Fuck, I we're we're getting I want to go man. now." Yeah, we, let's go. Let's I went to Dublin. Does that count? That's yeah, Europe. Fucking that counts. Counts. Europe. counts like shit, man. You, you got to get a, a converter. You got to get a converter for your your electric razor for your iPod charger. You can get those at Target. They Actually, don't have those there. I love your travel trips. Yeah, you should go Tri- to Target. Trips. Wait a minute, tips. Whoa, I, I, I was there. I love t- your travel trips as well. I was there with Tig in uh, Dublin. I lent her my. Yeah, there's her name written down right there, and I lent her my breasts. Oh, neck! Come on, man. come on! It was right there, dude. What's up, player? What's up, player? <laughs> she does owe me a charger, but that's okay. <laughs> Trans transmitter thing, whatever. Where, converter. That's the word. Converter. So, Nick, do you want to do you want to go uh, somewhere? Where do you want to go? I would love to go to Europe. Let's go to Europe. Let's get like how much I, fun would it be to get about twenty five of our friends to go to Europe? <laughs> yeah, it would be painless to uh, to book that and to plan that. <laughs> just get about forty of your of your friends. We just got to work out our TV production schedules. That's all you got to do. Now, my friend told me he goes, if you go to Europe, go alone or go with one person. Hmm. Why is he that? was like? Because he said like you kind of you get more extroverted and you kind of do more shit. And you don't just sit around and get drunk and like do like. Because otherwise, you like people have to like everyone has to agree on what to see and shit. He's like, right. it's, he's like, it's better to get like swept up in the regalia. You know what I mean? Just have people go backpacking. Be like, hey, as you stoozing. That's scary though. You got hey, that. you want some pizza? Hey, do you some like spaghettioses in salate? <laughs> yeah. But it's always the people with the small groups that get caught. The hikers, uh, Amanda Knox hiking, and then that's they, true. But that's, that's what's kind of sweet too, though. You know what I mean? So you can you can get caught up in a fucking mystery murder <laughs> in an <laughs> Italian jail. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's have, an exciting life right there. I think Mexico's you could be scarier. taken like that movie, and they're like taken. Hey, where you goings? Get in the jailses. I like that. Very, yeah. It's Italian. I'm pointing a pistola at you. <laughs> it's got marinara sauce. Eat it, you fucking hooker. Monero sauce. <laughs> Monero. Is it Monero sauce? Marinara. Marinara, I believe. I would probably want to go to maybe, uh, I don't know, if I don't fucking know. Paris would be kind of How about sweet? Montreal? I can get you to New Faces next year. Are you? Is that a joke? Because I will do that, and I'll take you up on that, bro. It's a European city. That's no, I want to go to Montreal, too. I mean, I should fucking do it. I had, I had a bad fear of flying for a while. Oh, really? Take yeah, the- I was, like, really claustrophobic. Did you do gigs and stuff where you had to fly? I remember uh, Garofalo and I got offered, a, a t- like, a tour in Australia. So this did I. Maybe. Kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, whatever, eight years ago. And I remember... Uh, I was like, fuck, how long is that flight? And they're like, 14 hours. I remember Janine was like, called me up. She's like, hey, do you want to do that tour? And I go, that flight's really far. And she goes, yeah, that's fucking far as shit. And I go, let's just not do it. She's like, yeah, let's not do it. And he's like, turn it down. <laughs> like, I'm sure that would have been an amazing trip. But we were so like. Just because of the flight. Door. Yeah, literally solely because of the flight. I, I feel like you, it, if a flight is going to be that long of 14 or 16 hours, you really have to spend a long time wherever you're going. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just, like, yeah. pop in for five days. You can't, like, pop over to Thailand for three days. Or oh, I did, I did 20. You no, did 20 four, days? No, 14 days I did. I'm sorry. You wow. fucking did, really? Yes. Oh, okay, that's that, that's 14's okay. 
That's good. Yeah, that's what you want to do. But I think when the uh, new kids on the block got in trouble for uh, lip syncing, they flew in. They're on Australian tour, and they flew in to be on Arsenio Hall for one day and flew back because uh, this is like ten, fifteen years ago. Remember that? Hold on. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> what are we talking I like about right now? <laughs> I like that Brody has to just, explain that it was 10 to 15 years ago that new kids were on Arsenio. <laughs> new kids were on Arsenio. Oh, really? That wasn't last week? It was during the Millie Vanilli. Oh, come on. But they were the whole Millie Vanilli thing was, was hot. Right, and right, right. And they were getting- Oh, that puts it in perspective for me. Okay, I know what year we're talking about. But I remember now. they flew in straight from, they flew into LA and went are we, right wait, back. Are we talking about the new kids on the block or Millie Vanilli? Who are we no, talking about No, they're talking about, about right flying, flying a short amount of time and a long flight. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, speaking of that. It's time to play a game here on the Ooh. show. Oh. oh, game time. It's time to play a little game called Guess the Misheard Lyrics. Mm. All right, it's time to play Guess the Misheard Lyrics. We all know how this is played. I will uh, tell you the artist and the lyric that is commonly misheard. And then you tell me the real lyric, what the lyric actually is. Okay. Do, you, do you guys know music trivia here? I know music. I know musical I've played trivia bit. before. <laughs> I listen to K-Rock, Rick D's. Sure. Uh, all right, we'll start with Brody, and uh, you'll get a point if you uh, guess it correctly. All right? Okay. We start off a little bit easier, then they get tougher. All right, so Brody, uh, your lyric is from Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. Fan? I know of her. In fact, my friend's father delivered her baby. Hmm. At, he out in the valley, Pat Benatar. Fantastic. All right, here we go. Then you'll, you'll know this probably. Yeah. The misheard lyric is "Hit me with your pet shark." I got it. You want me to say it? Hit me with your best shot. Correct. Yes. This is a fun game. What One point fuck? for Brody. One point for Brody. That was the easiest fucking thing. They start easy and then they get okay. Hit me with your best shot. All right, Nick, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. REM just recently disbanded. After uh, 25, 30 years in the biz. I'm so fake sad. <laughs> Their misheard lyric is, let's pee in the corner. Um, okay. That's me in the corner. Correct. Oh, so you only one word miss off. I'll fucking start that band up again. Really? You want to be the lyric right now. <laughs> you want to be the new lead singer of R.E.M.? Yep. What's Michael Stipe going to do? Go into solo work or directing? Gosh, I wish he were here right now, to, so we could. He's going to go to the that. Moody Nationals, <laughs> win the gold medal. <laughs> Fuck. All right, here we go. This uh, blur- Brody, yes. Blody, Blody, Brody, Blody. <laughs> I am bloated. Blody Seaman. <laughs> oh, That's your Nick. Name. Come on, man. Pink Floyd. You a fan of Pink Floyd? I've I have one of their digitally downloaded albums. All right, The Wall. You may know this one. This is from The Wall. Never heard of it. The ducks are hazards in the classroom. Here, the fucked. ducks are hazards in the classroom. Here, the teachers. Dun, 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 dun. The ducks are hazards in, in the, the classroom. Just give it a guess. The the kids. Or having it in the classroom? Ah, so close. So I, close. Can I do it? Can I take it? Or the no. kids. No, I'm sorry. Fuck you. Time for you to. I should to know that in. one. You fucking dick. It is the Dukes of Hazard should be taught in the classroom. No, it's not. Yes. The Dukes of Hazard. They the say Dukes that. Of Haz- yeah, yeah. This is the Dukes of Hazard. Hazard was big at the time. It came out in the 70s. And, and they said that in a Pink Floyd song. Yeah. Oh wow! Such fucking the Dukes bullshit. of Hazard should be taught in the classroom. Oh wow. All right, Nick, turning over to you. Billy Joel. Oh. Never heard of him. 
You well, made the rice. I made the gravy. But it just may be some tuna fish you're looking for. Right. What do you got? Actual lyric. Do you want to fuck? Do you want to suck? Eat me out. I'm talking to you, Dad. Is that it? <laughs> oh, man, that is so close. Fuck! You made the rice. You made the gravy. You made the pasta. You made the prosciutto. So fuck. You made close. the spaghetti. You made the calzones. Uh! And Billy Joel sat around on his fat, lazy ass watching Sports Center. Wow. That's the real lyric. And that song is the. <laughs> Live from Italy? I know that one. (laughs) All right, Brody, turn to you. You can catch up here. You can take the lead. I'm going to try. George Harrison. Heard of him? One of the Beatles. One of those guys. Thought my mom sat on you. I get my mind set on you. Ah, That was really close. Unfortunately, it's yo mama so fat when her beeper goes off, people think she'd be backing up. Yo mama so hairy chested, I thought her tits were coconuts. That sounds right. Yeah. I got my bed wet with poo. That's another version, too. <laughs> That's my bed true. wet with poo? That's yeah. another version of I that. I got my bed wet with poo. I, I got my bed wet with poo. I got my mind wet with poo. I got my mind set on you. That's not it. That's not it. I'm so sorry, You Brody. would think it would be. All right, this is the last question. You can you can take the lead or you'll be co-champions because Uh-oh. you've tied. Which would you rather be, champion or co-champion? I'd, I wouldn't mind be co-champion. Co- I want to be chappy in. <laughs> All right, here we go. Co-chaplain. Michael Jackson. Heard of him. This is for Nick. Is he an actor? <sighs> okay. Show them hot monkey. <laughs> Show them hot monkey. Show them hot monkey. Show them hot monkey. Shock the monkey. Yep. Blow the cock donkey. Is that it? No, I'm so sorry. It is... The actual lyric is, uh, My son's name is Blanket. <laughs> it's is actually, <laughs> Hee hee, Bubbles, Hoo, Shamon, Where Bubbles at? Show them Hot Monkey, Hee hee, Where Macaulay at? Hoo, Hot Monkey, Oh! <laughs> Sorry, Nick, you did not get it. That means you're yeah, co champion, we'll though. We'll take it. Co champion like it. Minneapolis and St. Paul. Twin Saint, Cities. Twin know, Cities, that is, of course, how we play. St. Uh, Cloud University. Yeah, that game is tough. Mall of America. Most lyrics are not what you think they are when you actually... They're uh, not at all. Harmon Killebrew. Rod Carew. (laughs) Burt Blylevin. I have a picture of me and Burt Blylevin. Burt be home Blylevin. All right, guys, uh, let's take a little break. What do you say? And then when we come back, we'll have another guest on the show. Uh, We'll be right back uh, with Comedy Bang Bang. We have Brody Stevens and Nick Swartzen. We'll be right back.
that is so much whoa content. that is uh amy mann and tim heidecker featuring todd berry on drums todd berry is an idiot uh this is comedy bang bang uh we're back with brody stevens and nick swartzen and uh we have a very special guest here coming into the studio uh hello <laughs> in fact he just came into the studio i'm not yeah, quite sure hi, who sorry. he is are we on the air uh, i mean yeah we're recording yeah it's we're not bob cage i'm nick cage's brother and stand in <laughs> okay yeah dude i'm cool. so psyched i'm a huge fan by the way thank you of, thank of you nick man. cage love uh, your work in no, face bob. that that's my brother that's bob that's nick cage i'm bob cage gotcha. Gotcha. This bob wait i thought yeah. you said he, you were his stand in i'm though. a stand in so you're not but I don't take the, the credit for it no I don't take credit for his work oh, God that would be low that would be very low of me hmm. take credit I do my own stuff did a one man show oh yeah. yeah I saw it cool well thanks for coming in man yeah. it's great to meet you uh, I'm just gonna return to the show here with Nick right. and uh, <laughs> let's do it if his show comes back though it's called Cage Against the Machine fantastic it's all Bob it's all me with Rage Against the Machine. I do a lot of talking about how those songs influenced different uh, experiences in my life. Really great show. Really, really great which, show. Which one was the it's, most uh, influential? Uh, Rage Against the Machine song? Sure, yeah. We were talking about those. <laughs> Gorilla Radio? <sighs> you know what? I'd have to say, yeah, Gorilla Radio is pretty good because the uh, thing is, I collect animals. Uh, I did have gorillas. And uh, uh, I would live with those gorillas and they would play with the radio to a degree that would drive me crazy uh they're very into uh, hot country i don't okay. know if you know that the trace adkins uh, oh. stuff like that it, toby keith yeah exactly so when i hear that gorilla radio it brings me back to uh having those gorillas in my house changing the radio station so these are the kind of tough things i deal with and, and you talk about into. that in the show it, yeah to that extent what you just it's did it's kind of uh, somebody said it's like angels in america is a one-man show it's really moving yeah where did you see it nick I saw it at uh, Pasadena. The new Pasadena Playhouse. Yep. Pasadena Playhouse, and then I just saw the other one at the the yeah. new Chick Fil A. Well, yeah, that's what I've moved Prime. to. Yeah, I I was uh, I was out in front of the Pasadena Playhouse. Now I am doing it exclusively at the Chick Fil A. They can't stop me at midnight. It is a public space. The parking lot is mine. I'm <laughs> occupying Chick Fil A. Just uh, capitalism and chicken. They go hand in hand. Yeah. A matinee on Sunday there at Chick Fil A. Always, of course, especially Sundays. They don't open on Sundays. Right. Why? Religion. Right? Chick-fil-A is not open on Sundays? No. no. Correct? Nope. Oh Religion comes in. That's you know, it's it's the uh, opiate of the masses. Do you get biblical? You know, I try to get biblical. I try to open up. In the up. show? you Well, the Book of Secrets, uh, which is uh, a reference to my brother's movie, uh, National Treasure 2. Um, is it really? Book of Secrets, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the first one was about something else, and this one was about the Book of Secrets. So you call the Bible the Book of Secrets? I, no, I read from the Book of Secrets. Oh, which the, is, the uh, literal Book of Secrets. Yeah, it's a book of just Nick Cage-isms. Uh, yeah, my, salute my brother in different movies, you know. What are some of those Nick Cage-isms? Oh, uh, well... One thing is, I'd rather uh, be moonstruck than struck by a moon. That's one thing he always says. You I like know? that. That's yeah. a good. You know? I would imagine that would hurt. I mean, it doesn't seem like we're spinning on this great big orb that we're on, but right. the, but right. we're actually traveling several trillion miles an hour. Hey, I'm not a scientist, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but I guess that does sound pretty right. It sounds pretty right on. Yeah. I think. yeah by yeah, the yeah. way, the moon kills 300 people a day. Yeah. And a lot of people is, don't realize that. And not from tidal waves or anything like that, from actually slamming into them. Yeah, It'll yeah, come down. Yeah, like just yeah. come down like one of those bouncy balls, like ba bam, and just, you know, just knock everything and just people out. People explode. Yeah. 
Pretty yeah. bad, pretty bad. Anytime you, know? you hear of a missing person, it's not that they're missing, it's that the moon crashed. It's a moon death. Fucking moon. Yeah. moon death. So but if we have a full moon here in LA, is there a full moon in New York on the same night? You know what? That's something you got to ask Albert Einstein yeah. or somebody well, like that. You can ask that. me, though. Uh, no, moons are different in every zip code, actually. We, really? Yeah, if it's full here in LA, then it's a sliver off every other zip code. So essentially, so, if you're in like Echo Park, you'll get a different moon than you'll get in yeah. Santa Monica. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Makes sense. Love it. Makes a lot of sense. Fuck, the moon is so controversial. I mean, I didn't want to talk about it that much because I'm involved in an organization that's trying to get rid of it. But um, You mean, know, brother, I'm right with you. The moon is bad news again with Chick-fil-A. They, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all these kind They're of They're working uh, in evil. tandem. They are indeed. I did a little time in prison. Um, and let me tell you something. When I was in there, a lot of theories were going around, a lot of crazy things. And the two things I took out were Chick-fil-A and the moon are bad. Those are the two. Those are the two most prominent wow, of yeah. the discussions. A lot of people getting stuff pinned on them. Who'd yeah, you hang I out with it. in the prison? The Aryan guys? The You know what the cool thing is? Uh, Nick Cage movies know no bounds. So I was able to kind of go in with the Aryans. I was in with the blacks, you know, uh, the Latino gangbangers. You name it. I was able to just really have a great time with these guys. A was lot it, of these guys misunderstood guys. Was yeah. it a lot like uh, that movie Con Air, yeah. but uh, not on a plane? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, it was like Con Air in a prison that didn't move and no one escaped. I bet you could use some con air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Flair? <laughs> or hair dryer? Seriously, though, I could I, I could use some air conditioning. I could use some air conditioning. Can I plug your other um, new movie? Please, go ahead. Bob also has another movie coming yeah. out. He's also in the vein of kind of a Frank Stallone. He has a movie coming out. Yes, indeed. Called National Pleasure. Yeah. It's a wonderful movie. I'm working with some amazing actresses. Tawny Katane, if you remember her. Yeah. She's oh. in it. I she's, do nothing but remember her. Oh, she's a beauty. Um, the second Tool Time Girl, not Pamela Anderson, but oh, the yeah. other one, she's in it. It's called National Pleasure. Basically, what I do is I find a um, kind of like a, a giant vibrator that, when turned on, will affect every woman in a 50-mile radius, giving them, hence, national pleasure. Right. Um, 50 miles all across this great USA. Well, I move it. I'm constantly moving it. You know, <laughs> well, it's I don't on some it. sort of flatbed truck. Oh uh, yeah, it's, a, it's on a, kind of like a trailer, a flatbed truck. <laughs> okay. I'm a truck driver in the movie <laughs> oh, cool. who uh, yeah, is I given figured. this kind of secret cargo, but uh, during mm. a stop at a local and the keys pilot, to the truck. Well, yeah, I'm a truck driver. Yeah, yeah you so. were given the cargo and the keys to the truck. Yeah, I would exactly. Imagine. Yeah, they gave me the whole thing. You know, normally I hook my rig up. <laughs> Probably to an a truck. instruction manual. Well, I'll hook up. You know, I'll keep the cab always. I mean, you know, I decorate the cab with different kind of funny air fresheners. The one yeah. I got right now is a Pac-Man. You know, which I love because it brings me back to my youth. I was yeah. a Pac-Man champion three years. What running. does that say? Yeah, like, like a Pac-Man, Pac-Man fever? peeing on a asteroid? <laughs> you know what? I, I I would love to find one of those. I saw one of those in Arkansas one time, but yeah. I like it. I like anybody. Greatest on regret of your life that you passed that one up. I bet uh, it was indeed. I mean, you know, at that time I was rocking a Calvin when uh, he was pissing on a Ford symbol, which I always find funny because yeah. I really thought that Bill Watterson he really opened up that world to Calvin after he left the comic strips. The piss it just stuff, became so much richer, way funnier, way funnier. Really digging into what made Calvin Calvin, just pissing on things, <laughs> and you know, Hobies isn't there, and that's why I think is the best part of it. Yeah. So tell us more about what else 
else they gave you when they gave you the... the oh, the National Pleasure yeah. Truck? <laughs> they gave you the truck, the keys, the instruction manual. Right. You, kept the, you kept the cab. Well, the cab, uh, you know, it also has a serious satellite radio, so I have an okay. instruction manual for the different satellite radio okay, stations great. I could hear. You know, Broadway, Classic Fantasy Football Channel, yeah. whatever I want to hear, Howard 100, Howard 101. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. so anyway, I'm driving a stop at a pilot to take a shower and a shit. You know, that's what I normally do. This is not me. You know, this, this is, is the my character. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we um, got it. And uh, you know, I, I was like, "What is in that truck?" You know, because some. Oh, uh, you haven't looked inside it yet, and they I didn't never tell look you what at, it is. Never look at the cargo. That's my rule. Mm. Never look at the cargo. Just deliver it. I'm this a, is the know. one time you break that rule. Exactly. I uh, open it up because I hear a little rattling. Inciting you know? incident. See this gigantic, gigantic, uh, like space-looking thing. Mm-hmm. It says, "Do not turn on." And then on the bottom it says, "Because of national pleasure." Right. Whoa. Whoa. And, uh, you know, with, with all this stuff, you know, and we're living in this Barack Obama, you know, Marxist society, people need to have some pleasure, you know? And so, I, you know, so I flip it on. Oh. And uh, oh, all of a sudden, the ladies at the truck stop. This, you know, old, you know, it's a funny comic relief part. Because they're super lady. old. They're fat. Yeah. People they who just, shouldn't uh, enjoy sexual pleasure. Exactly. They, they shouldn't have pussies anymore. No, right. And then Zip they them just, up. They, exactly. <laughs> Zip up. I have a friend uh, in jail who actually sewed his butthole shut. Oh, really? Uh, that is something that is uh, is kind of going around. It's kind of like those glow-in-the-dark tattoos. If I were going to jail, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. You, know? you got to You got to zip it shut. But anyway, so these women start to start orgasming like crazy. And I go, oh my God, I got this. Now, meanwhile, the government's after me. You know, uh, it's uh, the guy Gregory Itzen from 24. He oh, played he's the so vice president. Good. So good. Really good actor. Yeah. Uh, he comes after me, you know, but I got this. He truck. plays the government? He plays, you know, one of the main guys in the government, kind of thing, Jager Hoover with a Vin Diesel tinge, you know, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like Fast and the Furious meets Smokey and the Bandit meets, mm-hmm. you know, most porn. Any porno. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of sex going on, and I mean most. Do of you stuff, actually have sex in the I movie? I don't. I am controlling the. Uh, I'm controlling the giant vibrator, and that is giving women pleasure across the is, country. Is this a hard R? Or are we NC seventeen? It's, it's, uh, I, I the box, the cover box does say triple X on it. So yeah, uh, yeah it is. I heard though that it got down. It, like uh, you went and appealed the ratings board because it used to be quadruple X. Exactly, we brought it in, and you know, and what they said to us, they don't tell you exactly what to do, but we had a scene with four fists, and we. We just knocked it out to three, and we got back down to that. Trip. Four so fists. Yeah, that doesn't Four sound fists. that harsh. Yeah. Fists. Yeah. Fists in one butt. I mean, look, if we're going to get to that kind of specific, and then, yeah, that's what we cut out. But that will all be on the DVD and the Oh, Blu-ray. great. A great yeah. extra. All Unrated that. version? Unrated version, I hope. Uh, knock wood, if this is wood, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Knock it. So it doesn't sound like you get to partake in any of the fun stuff, though. No, but when I watch it, I enjoy all the ladies enjoying themselves. Yeah. But you but, give it validity just because of who you are so you almost like exactly. make it a legitimate film where it could cross over and find a mainstream audience exactly when people see you know cage national pleasure they're gonna go let's go see that and maybe yes 95 percent of them will think nicholas cage but i think that the 10 percent fan base that i've accrued on twitter with my bob cage tweeter you know uh we we get a lot of people in the seats now is your brother upset at you? At try- sorry, it seems to me like it could be construed as you're capitalizing on his fame a little bit and taking it somewhere uh, just one notch below the movies he normally makes. You know what? That's a tough question. I wasn't expecting to come on here to be attacked. Um, <laughs> I apologize. But, uh, you know, look, if you want, we can give you uh, 30 seconds to think about your answer. Yeah. If you want. 30, 30, 30, seconds. 30 seconds of All silence. Right. Sure. All right. Here we go.
Time's up. What do you got? No. The answer was no. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard a story. I know your brother filed for bankruptcy recently. Yeah, I was living in one and, of his castles. Uh, I know. I've heard about that. I heard one reason is that on a trip to Vegas, you called him and you needed to borrow $25 million. <laughs> What happened that is there? True. What? That is true. And the, the only fuck? the only specific you've heard uh, wrong was it was Atlantic City and it was twenty five million. <laughs> yeah, it was indeed twenty five million. Jesus, Bob. Yeah, I uh, I get a little bit of uh, addicted to playing yeah. uh, pie gal poker. <laughs> you know, that's my game. Oh my god. Yeah. That's Did you my just game. say I'd like to bet this hotel and if I win, I win the hotel? And- Normally, uh, you know, that's what I will do. I'll kind of bet people and their wives, their children, and things <laughs> like that. Uh, this time I did ask the Borgata to put themselves up against me to play a little pie gal. Now, um, the idea is it's kind of like Blackjack or Roy Salt. Uh, it's nothing like Blackjack, actually. And that is why mm. I lost that 25 Right. Million. Didn't know the, the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, you got really, another. Was this the first time you'd played? You know, Asians. What? This oh, is the first hand uh, you'd ever played before? Yeah, first hand I ever played. I just liked it. I liked that. You know, it looked like blackjack. To me, I was mistaken. Though. Right. There were cards with numbers on it. Anybody could have exactly. think that was blackjack. I mean, that's the thing I'm trying to really get the word out about on my Twitter is that uh, a lot of these casinos, they're playing the cards, and uh, you they look the same. You know, poker, blackjack, what's the difference? Looks I don't know. The, only the dealer knows. The house is in, in their favor. That's why now I'm only on ball uh, ball kind of games, like a mm. roulette. Roulette. Lottery. Yeah. Crap. Lottery, yeah. Craps. Craps. No. Craps are dice game. But, uh, you know, Don't they're worry. definitely... You can, pl- you can play with ball bearings. Well, there you go. I would circle love to dice. do that. Yeah, circle dice. Dungeons and Dragons dice. I would do that as well. Really, yeah. yeah. What, uh, craps with Dungeons and Dragons dice. That would be fun. Oh, it would be a lot That'd of fun. But uh, you might summon one of them warlocks. <laughs> we don't want that. I'm sorry, I thought we were doing another moment of silence <laughs> to let you rethink that one. <laughs> no, no, no. He's got a point. He's got a point. You know, that's the problem with those D&D dice, man. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. Give me a seven. Give me a seven. Oh, my God, we're all being mauled by a warlock. You get them to come through the cross portal, yeah. Now, uh, yeah. your nephew seems to be having a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. Lashing out, getting beat up yeah. by a train. Yeah. Or, I mean, it was all over TMZ. Are you? I, I mean, is, Brody has hosted TMZ, so he knows a Brody, lot about Brody, let me tell subject. you something. I watched you on TMZ. I thought that what you did out there was amazing. The high kick, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I think that you brought an energy unlike anybody else there. You brought a tambourine unlike anybody else. I brought a tambourine, got it in there. I like what you said about Justin Bieber. You mm-hmm. kind of called him out for being a little bit smarter than he was, and I appreciate that. There he brought you go. some, uh, you know what we call it, versalimitude, I believe. That's yeah. how you pronounce it. That's you brought some truth. That is one hundred percent how you pronounce. Yeah, that. you brought some versalimitude to TMZ. You and, brought some truthfulness. And Bieber took took notice. He He's did. Been quiet. He's been on the down low. He has indeed, and you yeah. know, uh, took heed. You know, so yeah. But uh, my co- my nephew is in a lot of trouble. But uh, you know, look, what are your ours. responsibilities as an uncle? As an uncle, yeah, my responsibilities is just to kick it when we need to kick it, mm. talk about it when we need to talk about it, mm. yeah. and just forget about it when we don't need to talk about How it. How often do you need to kick it or talk about it? Well, you know, with Roman, psh, I mean, it depends. It's all over the board. I mean, he'll want to talk. Sometimes he'll want to kick. But I'm going to say it's a 25-75 ratio. Mm-hmm. 25 kick it, 75% forget about it. Have you ever met him? No. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> 
just some some lonely Skype calls? Uh, well, we we communicate uh, over post-it notes that we leave in public locations. Uh, a lot of dead times, drops. yeah, dead drops. Uh, you know, your local uh, your local donut places. There's a place out here called Winchell's on Melrose. Exactly. Uh, the Steve Jobs Memorial really stole from us. We've been leaving those posts on glass plate glass windows for a long time, and yeah. you know, so uh, you know, it's uh, so imagine my dismay when I went to the Apple Store at the Grove, uh, where I hang out a lot. And you'd left one there. And I left one there, and now I'm looking at all these. I'm like, oh my god, uh, you know, there's a lot of messages, but I realized it was just for Steve's jobs. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a little break. When we come back, uh, we'll have a little more of Bob Cage. Uh, you're a fascinating guy. I want Thank to hear so a little much. bit more about yeah, you. And uh, we have Brody Stevens, of course. And, Love uh, Brody. Uh, Nick, you, not Cage, but Swartzen is here. Love this Nick is- Swartzen. Love this guy. Fantastic guy. Love pretend time. Love it. <laughs> God bless you, Bob. Let's hear a little bit of uh, Steve Martin and Chevy Chase and uh, Martin Short singing. What oh, do you is say? this Bobby uh, McFerrin? This is Bobby McFerrin here on Comedy Bang Bang. I love it. My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. Dear little buttercup, won't you stay a while? Come with me where moonbeams paint the sky. And you and I might linger in the sweet by and by. Your eyes so blue Oh, little buttercup You're a dream come true Won't you stay a while? You and I will settle down in a cottage built for two. Dear little buttercup, sweet little buttercup, my little buttercup, I love you. Hey everybody, this is Scott Ackerman. I am the host of the show. And uh, I want to remind you, uh, well, I want to more than remind you, I want to inform you to go on over to Earwolf.com and check out our new Comedy Bang Bang t-shirts. New t-shirts for sale starting today. Uh, we have a short sleeve. We have a baseball uh, uh, tee. What do you call those? I used to call them uh, sleeves. We used to call them sleeves when I was in baseball. But uh, that's uh, kind of the half sleeve, not a long sleeve. You know, in between. You don't need me to tell you how long these sleeves are. Go on over to Earwolf.com and check them out. And uh, they're uh, cheap at twice the price. And I'll see you at the movies. That is from Three Amigos, of course. Welcome back. Uh, Welcome I'm Hot Hosserman. We're here with Bob Cage and Brody Stevens. And we Nick were Swartz. shooting yes. Valley Girl right next door to that uh, Three Amigos. Really? Yeah, it was great. Uh, boy, they sat uh, Three Amigos on the shelf for a long time. I know they did. They did mm. indeed, yeah. Uh, did you run into those Three Amigos? Never ever? met them. I thought it was a Spanish picture. I didn't want to go over there and get embarrassed. It was a <laughs> Spanish picture. You guys shot it all on the same back lot? <laughs> all in the same back lot, the universal back lot, the home of every every film from Desperate Housewives to Parenthood. I mean, it really runs the gamut. Yeah, every film is from there. You uh, shot Bucky Larson there, didn't you? 
We shot Bucky for a year and a half there. Yeah. We had an avatar schedule where we shot. It's just you wanted to make sure you got it right. It was insane. Yeah, we had yeah. new cameras. We had whole new technology. You shot every scene um, eight times, too. Every scene 80 times. Wow. Is actually the correct. Kind of like the Fincher. You're like the yeah. David Fincher of, uh, of comedy in the sense that you don't stop until it's perfect. You don't stop. You got to get 80 takes men. I read you had an men. interesting style where it wasn't 80 takes from the same angle. You did 80 different angles, and that's why it took so long. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Matrix? Yeah, yeah, like the Matrix. So I want a perspective from everything. Like, what does the window think of the scene? What does the ceiling think of the scene? What does that lamp think of the scene? Nick, yeah. may I ask you a question? Yes. Was this because you were preparing for the amazing immersive technology that will eventually become Holodex? Go. Like that, if you shot that way, you could essentially, this would be the first Holodeck movie. Bob, I mean, you know the answer to that question. Yes, of course. Yeah. We're, Thank you. We're bracing for a technological tsunami. I've been bracing for it for a long time. You know that Whoopi Goldberg has been taping... Uh, herself as the holodeck person just Guinan yeah. technically she worked in the bar but she did visit the holodeck quite often <laughs> well she's been taping with the, the, they knew the, her background on that show yeah. and they're like we need a, a a warm welcoming presence on the holodeck Definitely. so they've been taping her saying every word in the English language and just, just like Roger Ebert and they're just gonna splice it together wow if Whoopi doesn't get discovered after that she needs a fucking break. She's a great talent that yeah, not a lot of people know she's, about. She has not gotten that break yet. And she hasn't gotten enough breaks. No one's breaks. given her every opportunity. She was good in Ghost. Not she, great, but good. Good, good not great indeed. That's, but good. She did a movie with a dinosaur where she played a cop in the dinosaur. Sister Act. I think that's what it was called. <laughs> and it was really, I mean, you know, it again, good, not great. We're looking for that next level performance. We're looking for, you know, hate to say it, Nick Cage, Vampire's Kiss. That's yeah. the kind of yeah. performance that we're looking for. Elevate her. Exactly. Bring her that to the next, next level. level. That's that next level, man. Yeah. When do you know you've achieved that, Bob? When do you know that you've you've done a Vampire's Kiss type of movie? You know, like, has Nick done uh, a next level type movie yet? Well, Nick, I mean, he did Vampire's Kiss, obviously. That's but true. You, no, I mean, Nick Sports oh, in here. He oh, obviously Swartz. did Vampire's oh, Kiss. Of I'm course. sorry. I did Vampire's Kiss also, I played, which was I, the sequel. I played the Kiss. Right, it which was, was good. great. Nick, I'm going to tell you this. I, I, they call me the star maker. Okay. Um, and I can tell you, I'm sniffing around, and what I'm sniffing is a garden that is growing Swartzen. Uh, oh, my I God. I mean, my God, you watch this guy's performance in 30 minutes or less, and I'm like, you know what? I want 90 minutes or more of Nick Swartzen. Yeah. That's kind of what I want. Bob. Bucky Larson, born to be a star, slash that. Bucky Larson is, is a star. star. Yeah, Bob. I mean, those words are powerful. I mean, I can't. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. Being such a fan of yours thank from you. Cage Against the Machine. Thank you from National Pleasure. Thank you from Ghost Ride Her. Oh, you're gonna Ghost go ride there. Her. Ghost Ride Her. Ghost Ride Her. That was a great flick. I mean, Bob. I've, I can't thank you enough. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. You got star potential, and you know what? I, I tell my brother to watch out because you know there's only room for one Nick yeah. in Hollywood at one time, and it's going to be Nick. And Swartzen. that's actually true. And I told Nick Kroll, forget about it, bro. Yeah. You're not even in the running. Didn't you 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 starred in one of Nick Cage's films, and everyone just said it was Nick Cage, right? True. 
That is Which true. Which one was that? Was it? It was uh, one of the most recent ones. Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. That's what I thought. And, yeah. and no it, one saw it, so really it was not. It was a few reviewers caught on because most of the shit, it, most of the film was shot from behind my head. And you don't look anything like your brother. Nothing is, like him. I am four uh, seven. I weigh about three twenty, and uh, you know I'm rocking. Uh, I'm rocking a pretty solid goatee with uh, a strong Raleigh uh, mustache. You I'm know, su- one of those curly yeah, Q yeah. Russ mustaches. I'm surprised yeah, you have the, the dreadlocks, too. That just seems yeah. like it wouldn't be good for a stand-in. You know what? I got to tell you, these dreads keep the sun out and, you know, keeps my head protected. Number one cause of death of people in California. What's Getting hit in the head on the, by the moon. Well, that's it. Yeah, actually, you're right. You know, yeah. I'm going to amend that. But the moon two. fucking hates dreadlocks. So that's... Hate it. Now, how about uh, the Vegas movies? He's been up there a couple times. Been uh, up there for a in honeymoon Vegas. in Vegas. Honeymoon. Leaving Las Vegas. Emotional. Were you there for your brother for those moments where he had to get deep into character? I remember looking at him and telling him during honeymoon in Vegas, I said, this is your chance. You're working with the master, James Caan, and the masteress, Sarah Jessica Parker. And I was like, you got to bring it. You got to bring it like a, like a robber bringing guns to a bank. To an actual robbery, yeah. Right. That's even even more succinct than the way I said it. If I could go back in time, I would say that. Someday and, we will. Yeah, and you know, I remember he told me, <laughs> I would love to be, I would love, you guys, if you guys are into that time travel stuff at all. I'm super I'm into so it. fucking into time travel. Like, let's talk about it right now. Okay. I'm, like, I'm a big believer in the butterfly effect. That's yes. why I'm much more on the side of the Terra Nova type of tra- uh, time travel, yeah. which is go back into an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. If, because, you, if you can choose. Yeah. Always choose the alternate universe. Yeah, because it's going to have a lot more fun. I mean, who wants to have the you know the issue of if you spill a you know a, a glass bean. of water? Yeah, there will be no iPods. You yeah, know, yeah. I want to go into a Terra Nova type of world. Uh, you know, I Where mean, it's like, hey, I don't give a shit. There's no iPods because right. look, there's water all over my floor, and look what happened. And we're, that's the beauty of time travel. Anyway, we're doing so honeymoon in Vegas. I'm telling Nick, bring it. You know, bring, bring it. it with all the energy you got. And that guy walked away with that with. Not one, but, but eight two. Oscars. Eight was Oscars eight, from eight? yeah, from Hollywood I was and Vegas. Say two blockbuster awards. Well, yeah, no, yeah. he won the, those two blockbuster yeah, awards. Those, I mean, everyone knows that's the industry standard. The blockbuster, the uh, those are the fan awards. The fans chosen by the fans, not by the fucking money men, not by the Jews. Those are the special yeah, ones, exactly. And the blockbuster awards are even more relevant now because there are no blockbusters. Yeah, and, but yet the so voting is never by. stopping. Yeah. Forty nine cent rentals does not stop. I thought it was weird that in leaving Las Vegas and only in that scene, you were the one who had sex with Elizabeth Shue. Oh, in the shower with a dick. (laughs) It's kind of like Clue, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. I get it like a murder. Like you murdered her pussy with a dick. That's right. In the shower with a dick. So you were fully nude? You didn't use the pasties? Nope. I told Elizabeth, uh, who's an amazing actress, I said, we got to bring this, we got to bring this raw, let's bring you back, you know. <laughs> raw dog it? You know, we'll do it raw dog, we'll do it emotional. And, you know, it's like when, you, when it doesn't, when you when you see it fake, the best I love scene of all time, Kim Basinger, Alec Baldwin, Getaway Remake. Real. Yes. Real, because they really are having sex. Yeah. The worst is, you know, something like where it's just, you know, people effing, but they're not really effing, you know. And so uh, that's, yeah. you know, that's why I just, I hate watching that. Anytime I watch a movie, and you can tell that the guy's penis isn't actually in her vagina for real. Why you shoot can tell. it? Why shoot it? Why no pun intended. No pun intended. Exactly. Why shoot it? The movie I wanted you to do that you yeah. tried to be pitched with Elizabeth Shue that was in the trades for a minute. Yeah. That was your idea, which I thought was genius. Was, I can't uh, believe you know this. <laughs> Adventures in baby shitting. <laughs> okay. 
Let me tell you where this idea came from. Okay, I'd love to hear just the chronology from soup to nuts. Okay. What are the... Women all across the country have this problem. Yeah. They ship babies, yeah, right? that's true. Literally. And, and I thought the idea of this thing, you know, she did this great movie called, uh, I forget the name of it, but it was a parody title. We made Adventures in Baby Shitting. I forget right. her movie. Yeah, Adventures but, in Babysitting. Oh, that sounds about right. So we're doing Adventures in Baby Shitting. And sure. The, and, the, this, and this is 10 years before her movie. Yeah. I mean, this is when she was deciding about it. It was between either one. No, you get 10 years to decide on a movie, and if you don't decide after 10 years, poof, it goes away. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of like uh, my favorite of all Kubrick movies, AI. Yeah. The best one, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. They released yeah. that one after he died. Thank and God he didn't best. direct that one. Thank it's so God. good. Spielberg really brought Kubrick up oh, another level. Picked him up a notch. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, did a, he did the vampire's kiss of directing. <sighs> You know what? I never thought about it like that, but you're yeah. right. Ventures in Babysitting was a great film. Uh, in the uh, baby shitting, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna yeah. argue with you on that. Uh, but it's basically I play an OBGYN. Right. You know, uh, uh, ex- exclamation point! I always say because I love my job. You know, and uh, and basically the idea is, what was it like for me? You know, a man about town having to deal with all these baby shitting things. Apparently, women freaked out because they felt that baby shitting was a terrible way to kind of. Uh, you know, call women having birth. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But, right. but it's a little insensitive. But I, I like the part in that where we're going to do it animated, though. Oh, really? Like an animated uh, Saturday morning kids type version? I hope. Like I lo- Fritz the cat. I love the part in that where your character, um, you have the cab of your truck, and you're you're given the uh, <laughs> the truck full of babies, the back of the truck, and they you hook it up. There's like a long, like probably ninety eight minute scene just watching you attach the back of the truck to your cab. And just like you get it wrong, and well, that was before I actually uh, got a cab rider in all my movies. I didn't understand how to hook the cab up to the cargo, but that was the pivotal scene. I mean, yeah, once I hooked the cab up, it did yeah. take about ninety-eight minutes, and we did it in real time, just kind of like Barry Lyndon, another great, uh, you know, Kubrick movie in the echelon, probably the best Kubrick movie. Yeah. Um, Probably and, the best, yeah. You know, and so we had this uh, final scene where, again, I'm being chased by the government, and I hook all these women up to this machine yeah. and use them like uh, kind of like a rocket launcher because we've, uh, you know, we've we've uh, put a pump in each of their vaginas yeah. to shoot these babies at long range. It's a, yeah, it's a lot like a t-shirt cannon. Exactly. Yeah. And so we're shooting them at Russia, you know, because yeah, that's, you know, Cold War kind of Well, this stuff. is, you got to remember, this is back in 1976 or so, right, the bicentennial. We, we created, you know, we were predicting the cold war years before people actually knew what was coming up mm-hmm. so we're you know we're firing them at it and, and you know and, and we save the day and everything I, you know again it's a shame that that did not uh, get any mainstream release it was the ford fair lane of uh, no track time yeah. yeah women get in front of it and they wreck everything I mean, they got the umbilical cord. I mean, that's something I'm thinking about. They're going to go. They snap well, back. That's exactly. what it was for. Yeah. That's You know, people thought it was cruel because it's like, don't fire these babies who are just being born at Russia. No, you forget that they're going to snap back and the women get to keep their babies. It's kind of yeah. like the moon idea. You know, it just hits you in the face, knocks you over, and comes right back. Here's the thing, though, and I, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to get on my soapbox right now. Okay, just hold like, on, hold on. Do we have th- a theme for your soapbox? Uh, we have any kind of soapbox uh, theme. Let's, I want to uh, get on my soapbox. All right, here we go. Thank you. I'm going to get on my uh, soapbox here, just like Harvey Milk did, and just say, you know, we did shoot that, and uh, the Harlem Globetrotters did steal that bit from us. Uh, yeah. You know, the umbilical cord bit. Yep. They do it with the basketball. We did it with babies. And, uh, you know, i got to say, uh, no respect. Uh, all disrespect. 
No respect, all disrespect. No disrespect. Yep. That's a great that was point. A soapy no respect, box, all man. disrespect. Soapy box. I love your soapbox. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's take a little break here. Uh, uh, I, I want to know a little bit more about you, Bob. But uh, when all we come right. back, we'll also play a little game. This is Comedy Bang Bang. We'll be right back. Slizzard sipping scissor in my ride Like three six Now I'm feeling so fly Like a G6 Like a G6 Like a G6 Now, 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 now Feeling so fly Like a G6 Like a G6 Like a G6 I'm feeling so fly Like a G6 Give me that Momoet Give me that crit Style. Ladies love my style at my table getting wild. Could get them bottles popping. We get that drip in the drop now. Now give me two more bottles, cause you know it don't stop. When sober girls around me, they be acting like they drunk. They be acting like they drunk. Acting like they drunk. Sipping scissor in my ride. Like three six. Now I'm feeling so fly like a G6. Well, I like the G6, like the G6. I'm feeling fly, so fly like a G6. Uh-oh. Oh, Richard Cheese, like a G6. Yes. Uh, we're here with Bob Cage, Brody, Steven. Enjoy it. Greatest cadence in comedy. You got it. Brody, let me ask you a question. Yeah, Bob. Next words. I follow you. Oh, sorry. That's fine, Bob. I follow you on Twitter, and I see the hashtag 818. What does it mean? That's uh, an area code out That's in the San Fernando Valley, home of Warner Brothers. Oh, the I thought rad- it was how many dicks you take in your ass. Oh, Scott. Now yeah, that, motherfucker. If, if that is possible, eight I'd love eight. to talk to you about it. Eight and one-eighth. Eight and one-eighth. Wow. No, so 818, that's your hope you're representing. I'm so, representing that through uh, AT&T. I'm representing that through <laughs> a, our compound. Got it. Got it. Our family compound out there. Brody, would you like to do crowd work with uh, uh, Bob Cage here? Bob Cage, great to see you. So where did you go to high school? I went to high school over at uh, St. John the Baptist. I believe that. You went through a little, and you didn't complete it. You could have gone to Santa Monica High School, Beverly Hills High School. You said, I want to get out of this rigamore. Exactly. Rigamore. Exactly. I think you're trying to say rigamortis. Rigamortis? Rigamortis. Get me out to St. John the Baptist. Exactly. And let me pave my own way. Right. Indeed, I did. This guy, I've seen him do crowd work. Yeah. Best crowd work I have ever seen. Thank you very much. Been to, I have been personally to over 15 different Chelsea Lately tapings. This is back yeah. when it was good, when Brody was doing the crowd work. It I really took a dive after I left Brody after left. you left. I left and uh, took, I haven't watched took the show, the show with me, basically. Those, those shows don't seem warm. The crowds don't seem to laugh as much. I they scream and yell. I got true laughs. I connected. I did it for the comedians. I did yeah. it for the, the talent on the show. I followed you from Best Damn Sports Show. Thank you. Over to Chelsea Lately. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I'll watch TV unless I'm when I'm warmed up is when I'll enjoy yeah. it. Nick, you took Brody's job after uh, he left Chelsea Lately. You, you're the warm-up person for Chelsea Lately. I now. did. It was a career move that my confused my agents. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm kind of I just I want to go back to my roots. I did warm up, crowd warm up. Um, Do magic? Did you give out candy? Did you give out T-shirts? What was the deal? I gave out 
lessons, life lessons. I handed wow. out a lot of my knowledge working the streets. Um, you know, I, I kind of gave out these people, these tourists from Indiana, from Ohio. Welcome I to told America. Them, Welcome to Los Angeles. Here's how you blow an old man. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So, like, just gave them little tips and stuff like Sir, that. What are the tips on blowing an old man? Uh, How's which, it different from what a... street? Oh, yeah, that's true. It all varies, man. The Beverly old men are, you know, they're a little bit more laid back. You know what I mean? They're the like, Beverly Hills ones? No, Beverly Boulevard. Oh, Beverly the Hills. Oh, yeah. Beverly Hills, their game. They're so bored with fucking because they've had so much money that they're like, give me something new. <laughs> and that's when they see Nicky Swords bring his fucking it. A game. I love it. Doing the Vampire's Kiss at Blowjobs. Yeah, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. And then fill me up with some Manpire fire piss <laughs> on my fucking... <laughs> Throat. You know, I uh, I used oh to I used God. to have. You, you, I think you can turn anything into a sexual double entendre. It's a gift. I used to have a Santa. shirt. I used to have a, a dress shirt that said "Man Fire Piss" on it. Really? Yeah, it's a, one of my favorite dress shirts. A dress shirt. Yeah, oh. I would wear it oh, out. Wow. To, yeah, I would Man wear Fire out. Piss on it. Yeah, like, exactly. Man Fire Piss on me. Man yeah. Fire. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. That's in the back, of, almost like a baseball uh, logo, like a jersey. Or, well, no, it was or would all it be in the where, front? It was all in the front. Where the but it had a separate a separate thing uh where the tie would go so you the tie wouldn't block the the slogan that's oh. what i love that book one of your books that you wrote it's all on the front yeah it's like such a great motto for i appreciate it and i appreciate you <laughs> calling it a book and not a pamphlet like yes. a lot of people called it but uh it is all on the front um you don't have a second chance to make a first impression i said that mm-hmm. it got took off and never get credit for it mm-hmm. but uh but it it's is all on the front, front. Uh, everyone gives you credit for that exactly hey, look you don't see when you look at the ides of march picture the poster for it yeah. what do you see you don't see the back of george clooney's head right no yeah. that would be re- insane exactly it's on the front. You were the first person to recognize that people recognize people from their fronts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But and the- your motto that I thought was really cool, yes. you can't fuck a girl with your asshole, is so true and honest because yeah. you can't. That's what we are trying to do as a people a lot of the times, trying to fuck girls with our, our you know, this is all a metaphor, obviously. You know, we're all trying to fuck girls with our assholes. Yeah. And you got to understand, like, yes, that's a sexual organ. Yes, you can have sex with that organ, but you yes, can't have that kind of sex. It's the pleasure center for just in extreme intense pleasure that a exactly. man, the most intense pleasure that a man can Very ever, sensitive down there. A very sensitive. I mean, you like, know. And quite often... Itchy is all fuck. Well, not for me. I do a daily colonic, but I'll tell okay. you. I mean, nice. the idea. I is use baby it. wipes. Oh, I uh, I do as well. Cotton Makes a I, difference. Cottonelle swath wipes have changed my entire life. Mm. Uh, the, the, the entire way of going to the bathroom has changed. Why yeah. did we stop this? When we were children, we had soft wipes. Then we go to dry wipes. What's changed? Well, yeah, what's oh, going what's on changed? there? Nothing. Raise your children better. Anyway, you can't fuck a girl with the asshole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because it's sort of like if you want to go shoot a gun at a movie theater, you can't. You got to bring a gun to a gun range. You can't yeah. fuck a girl. Exactly. Bring, or bring a movie to your gun range. No, that wouldn't work. No, why not? Why you could not? Bring like Outdoor, a you DVD, know, drive-in. DVD player. I guess you could do that. I guess technically. I'm just saying let's, you know, it's like food combining. Let's keep it separate. You know, be healthy. You like to keep all your food separate. Mm-hmm. Keep you the shellfish. You don't like recipes, chicken. I remember reading. No, you wrote that one book, the anti-recipe book, where it's just a list of ingredients it's just with no a instructions. Of chicken, it's a picture of chicken. Picture chicken, but cook that. You know, picture of carrots. Eat that. You know, yeah. and it's and you know it's, it's helpful. 
helpful because we got to remember there are foods out there that to aren't eat. combined. Yeah, exactly. Because so much of our food is combined lately. Pizza, over seventeen oh. different ingredients in pizza. You got the bread ingredient. Oh, you got what else? The, you got the you got the tomato ingredient. What else? You got the you got the cheese. Ingredient. What else? You got the pepperoni. Yeah, what you else? Have that. You got the pepper ingredient. What else? Sausage. You got the mushroom ingredient. What else? The pineapple. Sausage, what the else? Pineapple. Canadian what else? You got the cheese filled crust. What else? You got also deep you got, dish you possibilities. Got, you got the olives. What else? You got <laughs> mushrooms. We said mushrooms. Oh, but you got it. But you know what? You also have the mozzarella. Oh, the mozzarella. Yeah. So that, that's that's just a, a, a cursory list of thirteen <laughs> of the seventeen items. I we mean, don't have time lot, for yeah. fourteen through seventeen. No, so I'm I mean, look, to, I don't want to get. I have to cut you off. Don't want to bore your audience with the other ingredients of pizza. But I mean, <laughs> that's the kind of thing you don't think about. No. what you're eating. God damn it! I wish people would fucking wake up. That's what I said to yeah. Nick. I said, "Yeah, you got to wake up. You got to stop. You got to do a movie." About about food combining it should be National Treasure Part Three. The you know stop the, combining it, your food. It's exactly. like Kyle C yeah. says: we gotta wake up. Mm-hmm. We right. gotta Kyle wake C's, up and smell the pizza. Is Kyle C the guy I took my stand-up comedy class from? Yeah, yeah. Well, that breakdown video is one of the fucking most intense things I've ever seen. Yeah. When you, when he looks you in the eye, mm-hmm. and you immediately mm-hmm. revert to a, like a baby-like fetal position yeah. and just start crying. Yeah. Yeah. You can barely hear you say, knock, knock. He is my Uda Hagen. He is my comedy Uda Hagen. Wow. Great. That's, that's method. Intense, dude. Extreme method. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, it's time to play a little game here on All the right. show. Uh, oh, another game. A uh, game that uh, uh, one of our favorites here. It's time to play a little something called Would You Rather. All right. Oh. Ooh, medieval trumpet. No, this is Santa Anita on Sundays. I own the world's largest collection of medieval trumpets, actually. Welcome to the Breeders' Cup. This is the song my balls play when my dick comes. That's, that's my text. All right, it's time to play Would You Rather. Uh, we all know how this is played. People send us Would You Rather scenarios to our Twitter, which is at CBBWYR, Comedy Bang Bang Would You Rather. Uh, I go through them, I'll read them out loud, and then I'll open the floor for questions. You can ask me any question about either scenario. I have all the answers here. I'll let you know in order to help you narrow down your selection. We will then vote, and I'll tally up the points and assign a winner. And that is how it is done. And uh, our first scenario comes to us from Joshua Archiquette. Arch cat, arch cat. So it's Joshua, arch, Joshua, and then I, and then Q U E T T E. All right, Joshua Arquette. He's See. got a fascinating scenario here. This is uh, uh, gonna. I think there's going to be a when lot of questions about. We play this. this on the set of uh, G Force all the time. Would you rather? Oh, I love you on G Force. Which of those uh, gerbils did you play? Uh, well, my brother played uh, Speckles. Right. <laughs> I just was hanging out with him, you know, while I was doing the VO record. Oh, you you did the voices for all the gerbils? No, I just hung out with him while he was doing spreckles, you know, uh, you know. But then you know everyone else is there. You when know, did the VO come into this? Because Nick Cage actually played the the actual gerbil. Well, who, did, who did the voice though? That is the. Uh, I guess I guess he told you it's cool to say it. Yeah, Nick Cage actually did some uh, plastic surgery, and he was an actual gerbil in that movie. Yeah, he's never changed back. Never. No, that's why that you were in season, season of the witch. witch. Yeah, he didn't and, want to come uh, out of his trailer. Ghost Rider's heads on fire. Of course, yeah. I yeah. mean, these are the things that people don't tell you. All Piper right. Mackenzie Harris, real bitch. <laughs> All right, here we go. So Archiquette asks but that gerbil surgery cost Nick Cage seventy-five million dollars. That's another reason that bankruptcy. 
I thought so I had no problem asking him for the 25 mil. I was like, bro, you're going to turn yourself into a gerbil, you know, for 70, you know, forever much that was. You know, you can certainly squeeze that out, you know, shit that out for me. I mean, you know, yeah. Sorcerer's Apprentice, I mean, that was like one quarter of his budget. Yeah, and you knew that he had only $100 million, so. I did, indeed. I was asking only for a fourth. <laughs> All right, so. Our mother, Joy Fogel, sang Roy's as well. Uh, Archicat asks, would you rather go to a movie or just hang out and maybe order a pizza? Well, depends on the movie. Okay, I'm right? opening the floor for questions. Okay. Here we go. This is a fascinating conundrum. Here. Is the Which movie would... a Nick Cage movie? Uh, no, it is not. Okay, then that means I haven't seen it. So now I'm interested. <laughs> okay. Any other questions? Is the movie here? in 3D? Uh, no, it is not. Okay. Any other questions? Is a movie currently in theaters? No, it is not. Is it a sneak preview of a movie that's coming out in theaters? No, it is not. Can we ask questions regarding the pizza? Sure, yeah. Is it deep dish? No, it is not. Is it vegan? No, it is not. How many ingredients are on the pizza? I'm sorry, these are supposed to be yes or no questions. Oh, got it. Are there more than 17 ingredients on the pizza? No, there are not. Are there any actors acting on the pizza? Yes, there are. Oh. Holy shit. Oh. Wow. So there are actors on the pizza acting, and you can see a movie that is not in the theater. All right, all right. Now we've really gotten a ball game going on here. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> uh, I if think you I'll go have... out, will you live to come back to home? <laughs> no, you will not. <laughs> All right, so going out as a death is definitely death. That is yes. definitely... All right, well, well, well. Well, 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 that's good. I made up... <laughs> so it's would you rather do the pizza or the movie? Correct. I... I'm going to go... No, don't vote yet. Don't vote yet. Shit. There's still more Where are you questions. living? Your apartment. is. Oh, is apartment a good area or bad? Or your house, good area, bad yes area? Yes or no questions. You know how to play. Good area? I know you've never been on the show. But you should know how to Is a house in a good area? No, it is not. It's a bad area. Are there more than 10 actors on the pizza? <laughs> yes, there are. Are the actors on the pizza acting out Captain Corelli's Mandolin, one of my favorite movies of all time? Yes, of course. All right. I think I got a choice made. <laughs> all right. Any other questions for either scenario? If you leave the house, you'll die. If you stay in the house, you'll have a pizza <laughs> where actors are acting out Captain Corelli's mandolin. <laughs> yes. I think, I think, I think you have to be out of your mind to make a choice. Uh, All here. right, I'm closing the floor for questions. We're going to vote, Brody. Let's go to you. How do you like to vote here? I would like to uh, stay at home mm -hmm. and see the movie. Is that what it is? Uh Ow, Nick, you just smacked my tricep. You're supposed to eat the pizza after you watch the performance of Captain Corelli's mandolin. <laughs> All right, Nick, how do you like to vote? I am actually allergic to actors, okay. so I would leave the house and fucking and, die. Okay, great. And uh, Bob, how do you like to vote? You know my answer. It always is the same. I will kill myself. <laughs> okay, great. Well, uh, let me tell you of the points here. Uh, looks like Bob Cage, you got 1,317 points. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick, you got 1,317 points. And Brody, you got 1,317 points. So you're wow. all co-champions. I like yeah. that. Yes. Co-champions. We did it. Co-champions, guys. And that is, of course, how you good. play Would You Rather. We did it, guys. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Pizza in a movie. I like Textbook that. how you play would you rather. Netflix uh, and French bread stoffers. French bread stoffers. Is this uh, the guy from the... French bread stoffers. Is this the guy from the Johnny Carson stoffers. show? Who's Who, Johnny Carson? Uh, Doc Severson. Doc Severson, one of the best guys yeah. I ever met in my entire life. Where'd you meet him? Met Doc Severson at a Yoshinoya beef bowl place. Yum. We were both uh, in line. You know, we like to get there early when the meat's the freshest. And uh, La Cienega and Pico. That's the way this to is go. 4 a.m. is when they deliver the uh, meat, the, right? The fresh meat. And I noticed him because he was wearing a very ornate kind of Joseph in the Magic uh, Technicolor Dreamcoat kind of outfit. Yeah. And I said, I like your stuff, Doc. And he gave me the thumbs up. And that's all we needed to say. Yep. And then it's, right back into the alley, right? That's right. Yep. Is Doc still, <laughs> is Doc still with us? I believe he is. Doc oh. Severson? Yeah. yeah. He'll always be alive. That's really sweet, Bob. He will always I be love alive. Your, I love your book. Thank you. Doc Severinsen, He Will, will Always Be, be Alive. alive. Yeah. More, it's, I appreciate you calling it a book. It is more of a uh, the back panel of a cereal box that uh, I ripped off and I wrote some uh, some loose ramblings on, but I'm glad it got out there kind of like uh, a local zine and we stuff. We all saw it. Thank God for Kinko's and that broken copier. I was able to make over 500 copies. Color copies? And, uh, <laughs> we're not color. They're black and white, but I think it got out the message. I mean, Schindler's List did the same thing. It was quite effective. It was black yeah. and white. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, indeed it was. Indeed yeah. Yeah, with yeah. little red. Well, little guys, um, we've we've come to the end of our show. There's only one thing left to do, and uh, we know what that is. Of course, it's time for the What's Up Hot Dog Memorial plugs. All right. Plugs. Plug. This is the theme song for plugs. This is part of the song where cliche reference anal sex toys. Paul F. Tompkins time. And uh, that is uh, Plug's theme song by Otami, 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 something like that. Uh, if you have a Plug's theme song, uh, we love hearing them. Uh, send them in. Uh, you can go over to Earwolf.com and to the uh, Comedy Bang Bang thread on the message board. And there's a thread devoted to where you can post your Plug's theme songs. And that was a good one. Uh, sh- nice, short, and sweet. I love like it. it. Mentioned it. Paul love Tompkins. That. Enjoy. Uh, let's go around the horn. Brody, what do you have to plug? Doing some shows and I some have, movies? I have some shows. I am at the Laugh Factory here in Hollywood. I'll be doing, I believe, Comedy Bang Bang on Tuesday. This Tuesday, you'll be there. I guess it's verbally confirmed. I will be in Austin in November for the Fun Fun Fest with Public Enemy and Slayer. Oh, that's fantastic. And Does a Chuck D still perform with Public Enemy? Mm. I think Flavor Flav has taken over the lead. I think it's just Professor The hype man has become the the man. Oh, wow. So I got some good stuff happening and looking forward to uh, tackling those adventures. Fantastic. Nick, what do you got? Um, I got a couple things. I just, I've got a movie coming out. Oh, another one. um, Based on Montel Jordan's, it's like a... It's like a biography on his life. Yeah, when he got that disease, or does it just stop? It ends right before he gets the disease. It's called "This Is How We Don't Do It." I saw it in a test screening. I love it. You were transcendent. That is your vampire's kiss. I didn't want to spoil it for the audience. God bless you. That's your vampire's kiss. And then Paul, Sheer, and I, uh, this actor from the league, are doing Gary on Married on Ice. Yeah, and it's actually a drama. I oh, the first time I've read about this too. It's one of the best 
things you could, if you're a fan of Gary Unmarried, yeah. you know, the Jay Moore antics, the, you know, I'm the, Gary, I'm unmarried. Right. I mean, this is a guy who's hilarious, but what's more hilarious is to put him on ice uh-huh. and to really have watch that ice melt and see if the play ends before they fall into the lake. I mean, this is really long day's journey into night with the cast of Gary Unmarried, but not the actual cast. It's just going to be, uh, you know, obviously Nick Swartz and Paul Shear just yeah. really embodying these characters and bringing it to the local people because the show's not on the air anymore. Are you looking for the approval of Jay? Well, I mean, I'm not involved. I would be blessed to be involved in it, but if Jay were to give us our approval, uh, or even the studio that made Gary Unmarried. Or even Jay Leno. Or like any Jay. I mean, even the ice rinks that we'll be performing in. If anyone yeah. just let us do it, we'll be really psyched. Yeah. Uh, I want to plug, uh, uh, let's see, I have some great things to plug. We uh, First of all, Comedy Bang Bang shirts are now available. Oh, so uh, go wow. to the, uh, we have t-shirts now over at the store. Uh, there's what do two, they look like? Two different styles. There's a short sleeve for $20 and a baseball tee for 27 Did Those somebody are. say baseball? Baseball. Baseball. Uh, so I'm very uh, excited. These are the first Comedy Bang Bang t-shirts that are available. They are now available. Head on over to the Earwolf.com store to get those. Also, while you're there, you can pick up the, uh, you can pick up the downloads from our Bumbershoot shows with Paul F. Tompkins and Andy Daly on each of those if you haven't heard those uh, yet. They get great reviews. I, I don't like to retweet uh, kind reviews a lot, but uh, constantly, every day, people are writing t- to tell me how great those shows are. And uh, also, I'm on the Apple Sisters show uh, Apple Sisters. this week. It's out right now, so go on over. That is a really underrated podcast that we put out. Um, it's really funny, and uh, it was a lot of fun to be on that, so uh, head on over to Earwolf.com to check out that and well, uh, I would like to Bob plug, Cage. What do you have? I'd like to plug, uh, you know, one of the one of my favorite movies of all time. It's one of my brother's movies. Uh, World Trade Center came out I in two thousand six. Oliver Stone directed it. Uh, I mean, it's about you know. I love a lot of people don't know the story behind that movie. You want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. Two. Port Authority uh, police officers become trapped under the rubble of the World Trade Center, and but a lot of, of people don't know what happened to the World Trade Center. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely it's the same way I felt about Pearl Harbor when I saw that movie. Did not realize that that was going on, and you know when yeah. I saw it, I was like, thank God, you know this. Finally, someone tells us. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's one of the tales of our time, and I think a lot of people you know didn't know about this, and uh, you know I went down to go visit the set, and uh, it was great. We had a great time. Uh, so. I want to plug that. I also want to plug that uh, you guys are so so great uh, for letting me sell my own t-shirt on the Earwolf website. It's a t-shirt of my brother. Uh, It's uh, called Ridiculous Cage, and you can get that in the Earwolf store. It's a picture of uh, Nick Cage, and he's just screaming. And, uh, you know, and so that's always a great shirt to wear. My brother appreciates it, and, uh, you know, we get over 97% of the profits on that, (laughs) and that's really helpful because we got to buy a couple more castles. And then Uh, are you going to promote gone in 69 seconds well that is something that i would like to promote it's not a hundred percent uh you know greenlit but yeah um basically we're taking the formula of gone in 60 seconds it's a uh, great formula one of the best movie formulas it's you know just car thieves who have to get it done in 60 seconds but here's the twist not only are they getting it done, but they also get it on in the car, only 69. So it's kind of like that movie Crash, yeah. uh, not the one about racism, one about fucking in cars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a little uh, a little mix and match. So it's about 69ing, about stealing mm-hmm. cars. Uh, you're going to have a good time. It's fun for the whole family, this one, too. Because I would the- say, you know, go out, have, make a night of it. Wine, dine. 
Yeah. And 60, Go see 69. 69. Wine, Wine dine, dine 69. And I steal that from you guys. Oh. I think that would be great. Take no. it. And, uh, you know, I don't know if she listens to uh, the podcast, but we'd really love that chick from the Bobcat Goldthwait show who had the puppet on it uh, to be yeah, on the show. Yeah, she uh, is so... I would love to see her in, like, Gary Unmarried on Ice. You know what I mean? Hey, if we could pull some strings, uh, I'll definitely help out. I'll mention it to you, and I'll I'll throw over Nick's email. You still got your uh, Prodigy account, Nick? Uh, yes, I do, man. All I right. got that. All right, so I'll, I'll have her hit you up at nick.swartzen at prodigy.net, and, uh, mm-hmm. and that will be perfect. .net, .net. Yeah, don't forget ch- the two last .nets. Right. I chill in the Earthlink chat rooms. Earthlink, yeah, you're always on there, and that's a great place just for community and stuff like yeah. that. Great people over there. Yeah, the great service. They got great. me through some tough times. Great mm-hmm. people. Great people. All right. uh, We also uh, watch Pretend Time on Comedy Central on Wednesdays and watch The League on FX on Thursdays. And that is it, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Peace. Peace. Enjoy it. Also, peace. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead Hey everybody, this is Paul Shear. And I'm Amy Nicholson from Unspooled, the show where we watch the greatest American films of all time according to the AFI. Uh, this whole month, we have been talking about the best films of 2018. Uh, the films that we think are likely to stand the test of time and even make it onto a future AFI list. But as for the present, this week we are getting ready for the Academy Awards with two special episodes. That's right. Uh, on Thursday, we want to hear from you. What are your favorite films of 2018. We have a few of our celebrity friends calling in, which will be a lot of fun. People who've actually even been nominated for Academy Awards. Yeah, we have important friends. And then check the feed on Monday after the Oscars for a bonus episode where we recap the ceremony and talk about the winners. So tune in to the 2018 movie celebration that has not just zero hosts, but two hosts. Yes. So listen and remember to subscribe to Unspooled on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, what if I just said, tough luck, (laughs) and then ended it? No, I actually have the perfect gift, and I stand by this one 100%. I've talked about it. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. How many photos do you think you've taken in your life? Four? More? Well... It's unlimited how many photos you can you can share on this thing. And I, I believe me, I've tested it out. It is super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. And that's what I did. I gave these to all of my loved ones. And we put photos of our new baby into the frame. And they love it. My mom would rather watch the Aura frame than TV. <laughs> She just sits there like watching the new photos come up. She loves it. I love them. I think it's one of the greatest inventions to ever be invented. Thank goodness whoever did it. I couldn't. Mr. Aura, if you're out there, we love you. 
And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is A-U-R-A-Frames, AuraFrames.com. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that. And what do we know about spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. Uh, You thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, Spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth, and that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized, optimized, (laughs) SEO tools. Allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. Accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. Selling content on your website? Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be. Go to squarespace.com slash bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever have something that you're keeping close to the vest or the chest? If you're Christopher Nolan, he says that in one of the Batman movies twice. He doesn't say it, obviously. Look, this is something I just need to get off my chest. The fact that this bothers me. Anyway, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BangBang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash BangBang. Sorry to interrupt your podcast, everyone, but, you know, there's only one acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, and that is your dog. Take a minute now to pet your dog, okay? I'll wait. I'm not going to wait a full minute, but a few seconds, sure. Yeah, but while you're petting your dog, you can learn all about Bark, the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. Every toy is tailored to your pup's size and play style, from squeaky plush toys from BarkBox to ultra-tough, durable ones from Super Chewer. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. For a limited time, this is good, they will double your first box of goodies for free. My dogs... They love BarkBox. Now it's it's gotten to the point where every package that is delivered to the house, they assume is a BarkBox and they start jumping up and down. Then I have to say, uh, no, it's 
just a sweater for me. <laughs> and they get very disappointed. They love BarkBox. They love chewing on everything. They love the treats. It's great. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash BangBang. Remember the first time you learned how to ride a bicycle? Just taking your feet off of the ground and putting them on those pedals. And oh, no, nothing's holding you up except your own sense of balance. Oh, gosh, the nostalgia for something like that. Well, you know what? You can experience it again this spring. Get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. That's right. They have an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, including mine, poor. Uh, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799. With the XP Lite, anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. There's the Zippy and Affordable XP Lite, a great start to any e-bike journey. And we also have the Expedition. That's right, the, the letter X and then Pedition, a sturdy and versatile cargo e-bike that can hold up to 450 pounds. You know what? Electric e-bikes, they gave my good friend Paul F. Tompkins one of these things. He loves it. He's tootling around every day on it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's improved his social life. He used to be a hermit. He used to be sort of a, a Scrooge-like miser character. And now he's out there on that electric e-bike saying hello to the entire community. And you can, too. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. Please, please, please mention the Comedy Bang Bang the podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and then ebikes.com. That's how you get there. Okay, bye! Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, Luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.